the future. A relentless, desperate wasteland ravaged by nuclear war. With the destruction of the internet and search engines such as Google, accurate information about the past is traded like currency. Two brave travelers are commissioned with the dangerous task of going back through time to gather as much information as they can to find out about the late 20th and early 21st centuries in hopes that a future society may rebuild what was lost and avoid the horror of a smoldering radioactive planet. But there is a catch. The travelers journey back across eons of time is a one-way trip, leaving them stranded in the past. Wait, what? There's no way to communicate their findings to the future other than burying reinforced time capsules in the ground. In the hopes that one day recordings such as these will be unearthed to provide a glimpse of the world that once was. This is the mission of the crispy coated robots. And it must succeed. Hey, it's Jim. Uh oh. Uh oh. Watch out. Calm down, Zoro. Joseph. Oh, oh. 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 Don't hit the table. And it's George. Oh, I'm gone. Can you guys put those down for a second so we can start the show? Please. Wait, no. Oh. Back up. Back up. You're going to stab somebody and the show's going to be over. This is going to be Ow, as bad as hand. episode three. Oh. All right. Stop it. Well, don't. Don't. Stop. Okay. That's gonna Here. leave a mark. Alright. Okay. Uh, Alright, George. Put down uh, the swords. Put down uh, the swords. George, go ahead and introduce yourself. I did. I'm George. I couldn't hear you over the sword. Master <laughs> Swordsman. Really? Uh yes. Today, welcome to episode 154 of Crispy Coated Robots. We are talking about movie sword fights. Wow. So. Sword fights. <laughs> no movie sword fights okay sorry a uh, <laughs> little, little different there jim i know what you're thinking but no uh, so this uh, is like yeah. a scene this is not a whole movie of sword fights this is like a scene uh, well, out for movie. Know, it, it could be but uh okay that's good no, though I, I, I'm however doing you wanna, i'm doing however scenes. you want to slice it however you want to slice it jim yes oh, i'm sorry geez. i'm on the fencing with it but i'm <laughs> 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 all right man uh, so what's the second topic joseph Beaches. Oh, Bette Midler, Barbara Hershey. Oh, I love geez. it. I love it. I love it. No, Best I'm not talking beaches. about those beaches. I'm oh. talking about real beaches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's the rules on beaches, George? Uh, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just kind of did the. I was really excited about the sword fight and uh, these okay. new swords. So it's just any beach in the world, right? Um, yes. Yeah, I kind of took it a world. different way. Best okay. beaches. All right, I, I, I took a different approach to this. So. What are you doing now? What did you do? How'd you mess this one up? I didn't mess it up. I just, I got, I got beaches in here. I think he's being a little beach right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All, all right, night, so all let's, night, folks. Let's start off with sword fights, and you guys are so excited, and you're doing a lot of sword play over there. Uh, Joseph, what is your number five sword fight movie or sword fight scene? Uh, I am I am doing the OG, the original sword fight from Ooh. 1938, The Adventures of Robin Hood. I'm talking about Errol Flynn versus uh, Basil Rothbone, who played the guy of Gisbone, 
uh, in this movie itself. I think that if you have y'all seen this movie, have oh, y'all yeah. seen long that time ago, long time ago, right? But yeah. it really is sort of the quintessential type sword fight movie that I think has gone on to be duplicated in various ways and all that. So I'm putting on there for number five, the adventures of Robin hood. All right. Uh, yeah. I, and I think, uh, this was kind of the template, uh, for, for many movies to follow. Although over the years, maybe it became more sophisticated, uh, sure. or some movies less sophisticated, but, uh, this is Errol the, Flynn, right? This is the yeah, Errol yeah, Flynn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so just yeah. making sure there's been so yeah. many versions of Robin hood. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the Costner. Yeah. Is that what you're <laughs> not the Costner, not the Jamie yeah. Foxx one? Okay. Uh, what, uh, what do you have, George? So mine, there can only be one. It is Highlander oh, uh, nice. from, from 1986. And this is the scene where Connor uh, versus uh, Kurgan, Christopher Lambert's uh, Connor battles uh, Clancy Brown, the voice of Mr. Krabs. Right. <laughs> money. And, money. I like money. Uh, and that evil garden Shawshank, uh, but the, the intense last battle, uh, so and th this one stands out for me because the way that, uh, the director shoots it, it, it's an action shot thing, but it's from a distance, a wide distance. So you really get to see them, you know, doing battle and it's kind of like this violent, uh, ballet together, but, it, and you've got the, it's a lot of it's done in silhouette. Uh, against the backdrop of this empty warehouse, but uh, very, very cool. Well, they're and, uh, they're on top of the 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 building, yeah. right? And yeah. and and the marquee of it is the silver cup, yeah. which which is sort of the goal, right? It's like that's the there can be only one kind of thing. So awesome, yeah. And uh, you know all those sparks uh, whenever the swords would hit. Uh, that that's not special effects. And of course this is 1986. This is not CGI. They actually hooked those up to car batteries uh, to <laughs> whenever no, I'm telling you the truth. No, no, and, I just laugh at it. It's, it's funny. Uh, you know, it's a wonder those guys didn't get electrocuted. Seriously. But, uh, Lots of water. They had a water tower that came oh, down on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. There so can it's, only it's be one. Lambeer is in the movie. Who is the, who's the, else was in this movie? Uh, I forgot. Um, uh, there's Lambeer and then there's Clancy Brown, but who else is in the movie? Who plays Sean like Connery? Yeah, Sean. That's Connery. right. Welcome to the Rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a setup. Uh, he got, it he got, got a setup there, Joseph. Joseph, we do this the Chicago way. You come with a sword, I come with a gun. Except oh. for in the movie Highlander. <laughs> you have a gun? I come with a sword in the movie Highlander. <laughs> but you come with a gun. Well, I have a sword too. But anyway, Spanish peacock. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh my number five is probably from one of the most maligned star wars movies but it had people waited two hours this is the payoff oh. they had it's star wars episode one the phantom menace with the three-way sword fight uh with uh darth maul uh qui-gon and obi-wan kenobi okay uh, stop making fun of it because this is my number one this oh. is my number two no this, this is, is, this is i mean this is the best part of the I mean Besides, oh, it, besides the races, no, I'm joking. This is the best part of the movie. Uh, Joseph, go ahead and take over. Cause I mean, this one, and it makes you wish that Darth Maul was around more. You see him and you see him at the end oh, of a Han so Solo good. movie, Han Solo movie, but that's about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Uh, this, this is my number one because uh, it was the, the issue with the original three 
is that the sword play really with Sir Alec Guinness, we always have to say Sir Alec Guinness, and all, is that, come on, he was up in age and all that. There wasn't a lot of physicality to the sword fight. <laughs> he was they a were Jedi. Just sort of he like, didn't need the physicality. Yeah, they he was using cross the, force, the swords. They sort of cross the swords and all that. It was cool and, at the time, but when yeah. you go back and watch it compared to this other stuff, they're just kind of uh, standing there. Yeah. <laughs> so this all this has everything to do with actor and Ray, Ray stuntman yeah. Ray Park, who coordinated the whole thing. He he like scripted it out there. Oh, he yeah. blogged the whole thing, and you could tell. You could tell that you know the game had been up to sort of this martial arts style. Yeah. And what's so wonderful about this scene is that it's like a little mini movie in itself. Almost yeah. like an old Western where there's no dialogue, minimal dialogue. And it's so great because the tension builds up because they have that force field that's separating the two and they have to wait for the force field to break to start the action. And yeah. uh, it's riveting. I mean, it, oh, it is and really Let's talk great. about that. When those barriers are there between the Sith and uh, the, the Jedi, he is just pacing Yes, like, like a an tiger, animal. like a tiger. Yep. And and Qui-Gon is there meditating and Obi-Wan is there, you know, just so kind of, good. So good. Yeah. And I'm glad it made it with all three of us. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, one. That's great. Ray, Ray Park. I'm, I actually met him at a sci-fi convention uh, many, many years ago, but he, he does kickboxing and uh, Kung Fu and something called Wushu or Wushu. I, I don't know. <laughs> Wushu, uh, yeah. Wushu pork. Yeah. Yeah. That's Ip Man's uh uh style of fighting. But uh, so good. And and then on top of that, a great, great score. Dun 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 uh, the pod race, uh, is okay. Uh, but this is the reason to watch this movie. Uh, just watch this part. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, this is so good. This is a good one, guys. That was the first single they released from it. It was like, uh, they released that as a single duel of fates. We didn't play it, but you know, they tried. Now here it is. Moving up to number five this week is Duel of Fates. All right. So let's move on now to (laughs) number five beach for you, Joseph. So my beaches are either beaches that I've been to before or beaches that I aspire to go to. Uh, Uh, So number five is uh, El Castillo Beach in Mexico. Uh, This is by Tulum, uh, which is sort of on the uh, Riviera Maya uh, area with it. And so it's the first beach that I went to where it was like white sand and it was that, that turquoise blue ocean. It was beautiful. And it was the first time that I was like, wow, this looks like a screensaver. Because I had never been, you know, growing up to Galveston <laughs> Beach, you know, what? you sort of have this when idea. Jo- when Joseph is is confronted with beauty, wow, <laughs> it's a screensaver. Basically, that's what it was. It was my first true beach to go to. I was in awe of it. I I loved it and all that. Uh, granted, this was back in the 90s and all that. I've been to more beautiful beaches than this one. 
However, it does hold something near and dear to my heart because I realized at that point that beaches could look better than like, like the brown savers. murky water. Yeah, it could look yeah. like screensavers. So there you go. There El Castillo Beach, Mexico. Uh, okay, uh, George, what is your number five beach? So I'm, I'm taking a uh, different approach here. Uh, this is the beach uh, that they filmed from here to eternity on. So this is Halano Beach Cove. Okay, it's in the south eastern corner of Ohawa or something i can't oahu oahu there we go thank thanks thanks for the assist there joseph uh so from the 1953 uh, frank sinatra movie with uh donna reed and uh who else is in there fred mcmurray no he's not in there but uh so uh, from here to uh, Lancaster, Burt Lancaster's in it. That's who I was. Fred McMurray. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lancaster beat him out. Uh, yeah. You know, at the at the last minute there. Uh, but uh, from here to Eternity Beach. Uh, and what what was the name of the beach? Was William Demarest in this it's, too with Fred McMurray? Stay. Uh, these kids are driving me crazy. Uh, how how would you say? Halana. Hello, hello. <laughs> We're going to get so many letters. We'll be back right after these messages, folks. H A L O N A Beach Cove. Uh, so that's okay. Uh, that's what okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, George. My beach. I, my number five. <laughs> By the way, it's only going to get worse. Joseph, okay. <laughs> I actually went to this beach to witness the Olympics in uh, 2000. It was the. Uh, Why do you say it like that? What is what? that? Olympics. Because uh, I'm about to go into my uh, one, one of my accents. I'm just kind of oh, 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 Australian yeah. accent. Ooh. Australian <laughs> accent. Bondi Beach. Oi, oi, oi. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. That's how they. Okay, oi, oi. Uh, how how do you spell this? Bondi Beach. B O N D I. Bondi Beach is right there. It's got sharks in Bondi Beach, and of course, it's right. We were right on there watching the volleyball men's final out the Bondi Beach. Everybody was having a great time out there, <sighs> mate. Okay. But uh, it was, is you know, and also is uh, <laughs> such a great beach uh, in Australia that inspired a uh, Midnight Oil song, the ultimate band of Australia. Oh yes, Section Five, Bust Bust the Bondi, Bondi Beach, and they play that all the time when you're on Bondi Beach. So is this uh, uh, is this on the Gold Coast? On the Gold Coast, I know it's on in Sydney where I was. I don't know if it's on the Gold yeah, Coast. Yeah, but I, I just didn't know if it was part of the Gold Coast of It's Australia. in uh, Sydney, New South is Wales, Australia. Is there a Australia. joke here? I feel like there's no, a joke. No, no. Is this a serious? That's a serious <laughs> question. Okay. I'm asking. I, got, I'm no, I, do, I do know this about this. Uh, it, felt like a, it felt like a setup, like Joseph was getting ready to. Is this on Gold Beach? We, Bondi is, a, it is an Aboriginal word. It, it, so it's an Aboriginal word. It means surf. So it's basically surf beach in Aborigines. So there you go. Nice, Bondi Beach. Nice. nice experience for me. So uh, we're moving. How, how can we sleep when our beds are burning? Yeah. How can <laughs> we sleep song. when Bondi <laughs> Beach is burning? Uh, yeah. What is number four for you? Uh, <laughs> sword is, fight, Joseph. This is all over the place today. Uh, this is all over. Uh, I'm going with 2002's Hero. Uh, this is between a hero. The, the fight between the nameless warrior, uh, who's played by Jet Li. Uh, and, and I think that's is, just lazy writing, by the way. You know, he, he, he is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they could just call him Hero. You know, <laughs> what's your name, type. Hero? Uh, and he's he's battling uh, his nemesis Sky, who's played by Donnie Yen. And uh, for this particular scene, there, there's lots of. And and I think George is going to appreciate that. I could have gone with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, good. I, I didn't. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, although those sword with, fights are good there, the yeah, sword but... fights are great. The martial arts sword fights are great. I think that this one's a little bit better because in this particular scene, uh, they have uh, a musician in the middle, uh, old musician, and he's playing some type of stringed instrument, and it's like this real sort of melancholy music. And they're saying how music's like sword fighting, and basically they have the fight before fighting. In other words, they, they both start concentrating and trying to anticipate each other's moves. So the whole fight plays out. And then when it actually comes to the fight itself, it's really brief, but it's cinematic. It's great. It's uh, it's one of those things that you're sort of in that whole fantasy, you know, martial arts and all that. So hero of 2002. Number four. All right, George, what is your number four? So mine is uh close to the same period, 2003. It's Kill Bill Volume One, and there's a lot of sword stuff in this. This is my number this two, is, George. So you're in. This is the bride versus the crazy 88s. Honorable mention for me. Yep. So Uma Thurman is the bride of double crossing Bill. Okay, David Carradine. Ah, David Carradine. So good. Uh, who tried to kill her, but she ended up in a coma for four or five years, whatever. Uh, and now she's out. She's picking off the deadly Viper assassin squad one by one. But in the third act of this movie, there's this massive battle in a Japanese restaurant and just the bride cutting down the crazy 88. And, and they're called the 88 because there's, like 88 of them surprise <laughs> um and they're they're all these mask fighters the do you know why it's in in black and white boys uh no because they cut to black and white it's a color movie and then right. in this scene there was so much carnage in this one scene and so much blood that in order to keep the r rating tarantino had to switch it to black and white oh wow to, for the censors uh and I just, this movie, karate and uh, all the martial arts that they do, they spent 60 grand just on the weapons and all the accessories. Uh, so if that's your thing, this is this is it. Uma Thurman, she's like this whirling dervish as the bride just slices and dices through this this almost an army of, of these guys. So, And they're all dressed up as chauffeurs wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's basically the crazy 88. So uh, my number two, I have really nothing to add, George, but it was it was definitely worth a uh, a sword fight where you take out 88 people. I think that deserves to be in our top five. So even, you know, how realistic is it? But you're in it. You know, this movie here is. Oh, just, it's all fantasy. Yeah, I mean, it, so, it really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, okay, my number four has no chance of making it. But it was one of the first movies I saw on HBO when I got it as a kid. Um I mean, talking 1976, Robert Shaw, hot off Jaws, jumps into Swashbuckler, which is a pirate movie that takes place in Jamaica. Basically, Captain Red Lynch and his band of pirates are uh, going to oppose the Lord, the greedy Lord Durant, played by Peter Boyle. And, you know, we know Peter Boyle is now the dad from uh, Raymond and yeah. the comedic oh. roles, but very uh, young frankenstein great cast though in in shaw's crew is james earl jones with who shirtless james earl jones that has abs. my favorite james earl jones he has oh, abs wow. and they have jeffrey holder and his crew uh bull bridges in there for comic relief as a as a uh, major folly but uh great sword fights in this movie and this is the movie that introduced me to the word glimpse in the hpo book 
It said violence, language, and a glimpse of nudity. <laughs> that's, all it, that's all it took back then. That's all it said it a took. glimpse of nudity. And, and I was uh, eight at the time this thing came out. So I was wondering, what the heck does glimpse mean? And what is a glimpse of nudity? Well, it was Javier Bougeau jumping off the ship naked. And you barely see it from way far away. Just a, <laughs> just a glimpse. Just, yep. a glimpse just a glimpse of nudity to, to warn that, the parents in the in HBO guide. So swashbuckler. for you? Is that... I, you know, as a kid, I was like, okay, it's, it was hard to see. It was just a glimpse, George, just okay. a glimpse. Of nudity. Got it. Got it. But uh swashbuckler with great sword fights in it from 1976 is my number four. Uh, on now to number four beach. What you got, Joseph? Okay. Uh, another beach that I went to just last year, also in Oahu. Uh, and this is Hanama Bay. Uh, this is just this volcanic cone area that is wonderful for snorkeling. Uh, former president Barack Obama says that it is his most favorite place on earth. Uh, it's, I, I sent you guys some pictures where we were there. It's just incredible. Uh, yeah, I, think I, I think I blocked you. So oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, what's great about it though, is that, uh, uh, you have to get tickets to go in because it's a state park. And you have to get tickets to go in there. So they they really sort of curb the uh, the crowd in it that they don't let, you know, just everyone come to it. Because some of these places, uh, like, you, like you know, on Bondi Beach, some of these places are really, really crowded uh, because they're so popular and all that. And that's one of the things that's a detractor to me. I, I, I'd like to have a little bit exclusivity uh, and Hanama Bay is just one of those places where you can set it up. Beautiful beach, great snorkeling. My number four. Okay. Uh, I need help spelling that for the board here. What? <laughs> H-A-N-A-U-M-A. Wait, H-A-N-U. H-A-N. We'll be back right after these A-U-M-A. messages. A-U-M-A. All right, George, what is your number four since the spelling part of the show is over? Spelled (laughs) B-A-Y. Oh, (laughs) I'm now he erased my sleep. Terrible tragedy. (laughs) No, do it again. H-A-N-A-U-M-A. Because you got all smart with bay. (laughs) The beach spelling is brought to you by Beaches Resorts. That's right, kids. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Uh, <laughs> George, what's your number four? All right, so this is going to be from the movie Point Break. Uh, I can't, I can't even say my own things here. Waimea Bay on North Shore oh, of oh, Waimea. Waimea. Okay, thanks, Joseph. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get some non-Hawaiian beaches here. Uh, yeah, the the beach from uh, Point Break. Yeah. That's it. it no, it, nothing to add. It's absolutely beautiful. It's, it's the it's, it's the North Shore of it, it, Oahu. So this is where you catch the big waves. When you go to Oahu, you have the south side of the island, which is where Waikiki is. But that is like going to New York. That has <laughs> a beach right there because you have all these high rises. A lot of people that have never been. Uh, you know, the first thing that you notice is like, what are all these skyscrapers doing here on this island? But then you go to the North Shore, which is only like an hour and a half away. And where are and, all the skyscrapers? 
And and that's whenever it looks like Hawaii. That's what you expect for Hawaii to look like. But those are where those mountainous waves come from. Uh, the endless summer sort of made it famous. Hey, careful, uh, careful. Cutting into my list here. So Waimea Bay. Endless summer beach, number three. Waimea Bay is <laughs> on the north side. Yeah, and it's, uh, it, it's awesome. That's where we saw some sea turtles. So there you go. Nice. Uh, my number four is the seven mile beach in Negril, Jamaica. I was out there covering some, we actually broadcast from Jamaica back in the radio days for a week. And we stayed at a place called by myself, hedonism yeah, Two. Oh, so, uh, seven mile beach is a, uh, free beach, what they say, uh, overseas, but that means it's could be clothed or unclothed. Yep. And believe me, yep. the people that you see on this beach, you want to see clothed more than unclothed. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, mostly old Frenchmen who uh, always swam naked are out there. But anyway, um, this connects to a lot of the resorts, including the one that we stayed at Hedonism, which was a experience. I did not know the showers had Jim, no. Let, let me just ask. Yeah. Was there a glimpse? There was a couple. There was a lot of glimpses of nudity I didn't want to see. Oh, yes. okay. So I was trying to glimpse away from the nudity. <laughs> What is the opposite of a glimpse? I remember. <laughs> I remember when you went splatter. here. Jim. This this is like <laughs> real sex. Nudity. This is like real sex on HBO's it kind is. of thing. Only but just like, think, yeah, ugly fat people. Real <laughs> ugly sex. <laughs> well, just think it's it was me by myself looking up at a mirrored ceiling, like, oh, this is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I think. And, and about also, to get into crispy coated robots after dark here. <laughs> and I didn't know too. I mean, the, the 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 shower has it open where people can like watch you through the window. And I didn't know that there was a curtain you could pull down. So I'm crouching down, taking a shower every day. <laughs> That's <laughs> the best part. I'm crouching down, taking a shower, hidden, with my head hidden, over, dragging, uh, crouching, and then like, can we can we pause a minute to reflect a little bit? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. But I was Coming like, this summer, hidden dragon crouching gym. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon was hidden, but the oh, uh, but the, not the, much uh, of a dragon. But I didn't, you know, we're there Monday to Friday. I didn't find out till like Thursday that you could pull down a shade to kind of if you do it, and then. <laughs> And I'm just glad I didn't want to have light outside my door because if you left the light on, that encourages visitors oh. to come in. So oh, I, I kind of did not hey. pick up on that. Yeah. The, the light is on. Come on that, in. Yeah. Now we're, talking, now we're talking a sword fight. Like, you, know. you you went by yourself because it was a radio station, right? Yeah. It was a, I was actually working. Yes. And, and your wife was okay with this. Yes, because I mean she trusted me, but you know, I, I you know, believe me, it's yeah, it wasn't very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on now to <laughs> uh the the third uh, number three uh, sword fight, and we'll take a little break. Joseph, what you got? It's gotta be in here. I'm sure it's gonna be on your list. 1987's the Princess Bride. Oh, my number one. Yes. Yep, yep. This is Wesley versus Montoya. And yep. what's the so wonderful? Get it right, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Uh, the Dread Pi That's yeah. right. But uh, what's so great about this is just not even the sword play; it's the word play on it, and how they're sort of outdoing one another. You know, and they go into you know, too bad I'm left-handed or right-handed. Oh no, 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 no! Do you know why I'm smiling? Because I know something you don't. I'm not left-handed. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. yes. Yeah. So I'm going to let you take it over, George. You know it better than I do, but I thought. No, it was a I'm. I'm still thing. thinking about Jim crouching in the shower. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that image will not. I, I think. Well, and Tom, you know, Tom makes the artwork for our every show. <laughs> if we can like get it. maybe even oh. a stick figure, Tom, I'll, I'll oh take anything, <laughs> anything of, of Jim. <laughs> crouching trying not to be seen by walker by passersby walker by passersby uh no this this is a good one this is my number one um uh, and it's so great because they they are master swordsmen and they're they're fighting on this and the backdrop is so fake it looks like it's like out of gone with the wind or something but uh they're talking about all the technique and um you know, they have such admiration for each other. Right. There, there's actually several uh, sword fight scenes in this. There's another one with later on with Christopher Guest with Montoya, but um, it's a, uh, it's just a fun scene. And uh, it says what, the, what I like about this scene is the, the character development that you see what these characters are uh, through this act of fighting and, and the fighting is really secondary to uh, just the way that they respect each other. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. That's my number one though. Awesome. All right, George, what is your number three? My number three, uh, this is entirely uh, shot on location in Scotland. No quarter ask, no quarter given Rob Roy from 1995. So this, yeah. This yeah. one, uh, what I love about this scene. So first of all, it's, it's Liam Neeson. Okay. And he's perfectly cast as a, a real life person, Rob Roy McGregor. Okay. A man who was framed and, um, kind of, um, uh, his reputation smeared by Tim Roth. Who's kind of this sniveling dandy Archibald Cunningham, uh, and Rob Roy goes on to become this outlaw to seek justice because this guy's ruined his life. And it's a simple little battle. Um, he's blamed for taking a uh, thousand pounds. Okay. But it was actually stolen by Tim Roth. Okay. And, but the way this is shot is really interesting. There is no music, which it is the opposite of the Obi-Wan, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, Darth Maul, where the music enhances it. This, it is painfully quiet. And you just hear the, the foot scuffles and the, the work of the Foley artists and, and the swords and things. But, um, Roth is a, his character is a better fighter and he knows that. And he, uh, I love, there's this moment where. Rob Roy, Liam Neeson's character actually bets against himself. So should he die, his family will at least get that money. Um, but, uh, it's done in mostly medium shots where you actually see the actors crossing the blades. And, uh, it's just, it never lets the audience forget about it being, uh, this struggle of life and death. Uh, and then there's this moment and I'm, there's a spoiler here, y'all where he grabs Roth's sword with his hand. And it's just, it's so unexpected when that moment happens now that I've told you, you're going to expect it, but it's so unexpected. <laughs> he just grabs it and he's cutting through his hand, but it gives him the opportunity to, uh, slay, uh, Roth's character Cunningham. Uh, so it is so, so good. Uh, and, but there's another aspect of this and then I'll, we'll move on. This never happens in these types of movies. The swords look heavy. 
and the men, the two fighters, they wear themselves out, uh, which is really realistic in real life for that to happen. But you never see that in, in any of these movies, you know, they just fight for days and nobody gets tired, but these guys wear themselves out. But that is my number three, and that is the conclusion of my list for the sword fighting. Rob well, Roy. And Rob Roy, Thank now known as a cocktail. It's one and one half ounce scotch whiskey, yeah. five, six ounce. Yeah, named, named after McGregor, yeah. And a dash of bitters, and then you can, the garnish usually is maraschino cherry or yeah. lemon twist. So. Check out our uh, our mixed drinks episode. <laughs> I don't remember what episode that was, but uh, that was a good episode. There you go uh star wars enters my list again at number three it is revenge of the sith episode three it is the fight that everybody was waiting for they talked about it in previous movies it was obi-wan versus uh the soon-to-be darth vader anakin as his protege on mustafar where they have this long kind of battle that intertwines with other action going on and star wars did this a lot probably you'll find out later in the list another one where they did this showing other battles going on and still going back to the uh the, the big uh, lightsaber battle but of course as spoiler alert ends up with darth vader trying to go to the higher ground and not making it because <laughs> obi-wan says i have the higher ground and dang old he thinks he has more power than he is at this stage but he does not make it and burns up left on the side to only to be rescued and turned into darth vader so emotional scene it's it's a long scene but i think it's really well done and it's yeah. the one that star wars fans are waiting for a long time i think it was the main payoff of the prequels uh yeah how did vader become vader yeah well, so i mean that was the yeah. greatest but i best scene i think in the prequels that whole passage and then also the putting onto the mask and all that little uh, you know now now you make fun of it because it's like no 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 <laughs> yeah for, but for James uh, Earl Jones. i remember you could hear a pin drop when that mask got like you know finally went over his head uh so and the great shot too for that you see the vader eyes coming down on him but that is yeah. my number three the mustafar yeah. lava my, my my honorable mention yeah. yes yeah uh so we're gonna go ahead and take a break uh with our intermission today it's caitlin presents campfire by the river nice I can hear the river. I hear the campfire. She always delivers. Thank you, Caitlin. Yeah, yes. Caitlin. Good one. This is better than the lawnmower from like a couple of weeks ago or whatever that was. Yeah, mosquitoes. Let me tell y'all a story about a campfire. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. <laughs> I just do we even have to finish today? This is so relaxing. Just it really is for that harmonica bit. Yeah, where's this young man? His name was George Patton. All he talked about was Rob Roy all day long. <laughs> Rob Roy this, Rob Roy this, Rob Roy Grandis. Rob Roy, his hand bleeding. Yeah, let me tell you Boy, about this guy named Jim Cavacci. Spoiler alert. 
He would squat in the shower, hoping to get some action <laughs> from little people. Spoiler, he knew that the shed could go down on day one. <laughs> yeah, hey, about this fella, Joseph Johnson, he loved to talk about beaches, what buildings were on the beaches and how to pronounce the beaches. <laughs> all the beaches, he's met on the beaches. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. That was, that was nice. Those, those well, old men just walked was, away. It wasn't until <laughs> where they go. Came here and told stories and just left. That's crazy. Uh, All right. So let's, let's move on now to uh, number three beaches. Joseph. Okay. Uh, a beach where I've been told it's good. I'm not sure. Just make uh, it like that seven mile beach was good because that's uh, easy to spell. Don't give me, don't give me something to, I'm voting for seven mile beach. I'm telling you guys right now, just because it was easy to spell. This is a flamenco beach in okay, Puerto Rico. Uh, you know, it's, it's part of the Culebra Island, which is on, uh, it's, it's actually a smaller Island right off of Puerto Rico itself, about 25 miles out. Uh, it has a, uh, military, like fragments of the military, like some tanks or whatever that's washed up there. But apparently uh, the the beaches are pristine and there's great snorkeling to go on there. And so uh, I may have to do a special assignment to go see if this is all what it's cracked up to be. So my number mm. three, haven't been there yet. It's called Flamenco Beach. All right. So Joseph, I have heard, I don't know if this is true, but you remember the episode where we sent you to Hawaii to get the uh, McDonald's fried pie? Yeah. I've heard that Flamenco Beach, and this is true. I Well, it's true that I've heard it, that they have fried McDonald's fried pies. Wow. Oh, I'm going to go That's check amazing. it out. That's amazing. But not at McDonald's. Oh, not at McDonald's? But like, other fast food places get the McDonald's fried pies. Oh, okay. I, I'm on it. I will have so, to research this. The search is on. All right. <laughs> uh, George, what is your number three? My number three is the uh, beach the summer. from uh, Beach Blanket Bingo from <laughs> 1965. So this is the Annette uh, Fonicello uh, movie with um, Frankie Avalon. Frankie Avalon. Thank you there. Uh, and hang on. Let me get the name of it. It is Malibu Lagoon State Beach or surf rider beach. All right. Very good. Thank you, George. I got, I got actually pronounce those for a change. So. My number three is undiscovered beach, Duver Hay, Dominican Republic. Not making I went to I a beach that was undiscovered on a side of a mountain. And Joseph was in the same location. And I was not there. <laughs> Joseph was not at this amazing beach would have like this kind of white rocks. I never seen like it. We had a great time all afternoon frolicking in the beach the whole crew there that went to the dominican republic what was Joseph i doing drank some bad water and he was <laughs> he was sleeping in somebody's house that we did not know uh, I, I was i was literally praying to god to let me die in the united <laughs> states I was, it was so awful it was That's so a, bad that is a coincidence that is my prayer every night for you uh <laughs> but no it was bad because i came back i was like man it was great you should have went to joseph's like uh, uh he's like he's about to just completely pat, die right oh, there his, well, his mouth is all dry he, <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Okay, guys, I, I, I'm I'm voting for this beach right now I, because I of this. Literally died. I nearly died of dehydration. Thank you very much, Jim. I appreciate that. I nearly died. No, I'm I knew you were bad. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't stay. I'm sorry. I, st- I went and frolicked on the beach for like five hours and came back to check on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Were, I enjoyed it so it much. It wasn't like, were, hey, let's go look at the beach. They were gone for five hours. <laughs> I had no idea. I was delirious. I was dying. Well, what <laughs> the weird thing about this is we both drank the same coconut water. So I don't know if he had one parasites in it or not. Okay. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. What? Do, do, I want you to be honest. Yes. Did you do something to Joseph's drink? No, I did not do that. <laughs> what it is, I didn't like did the you, coconut water. I just you, had a little sip. I think Joseph was really thirsty. He guzzled it down. I think did I did. you poison <laughs> Joseph's coconut water? No. Well, no, the I, worst thing about it is that they told us, they told us like Jim and I were doing, we, we were there doing some missionary work and uh, we were doing it through our church and the priests were like, look, people are going to offer you food and drinks and all that. It's really nice of them and all that, but you, you really sort of want to stay away from it. So and you, you just chugged politely, it. So it's your I totally like towards the end of the week, I was like, ah, oh, it's fine. It was and like I people that, it. you know, yeah, the, the yeah. priest knew and they went to the house, you know. <laughs> Super nice, and they offered, and I accepted, and well, there you I go. paid the price. There you I, go. He wasn't laying on a couch or anything. He was like back in someone's bed, covered up, all chilled, and stuff like. He was like, "This is like a hospital." <laughs> yes, seriously, seriously, I, I nearly died, George. It's like I that, died. <laughs> that scene in ET where he turns real scaly white. Yeah, yeah it, was that was like a powdered much, donut. That was <laughs> pretty George. much me. I have pictures of us frolicking on the beach. We can have, see if Tom can put it in the uh, links. To got, the show. Yeah, Tom. I, I would Tom. like to see them because I never saw the beach. <laughs> Tom is nodding. He says he will. Yes, yes. Undiscovered <laughs> check beach, out the links. The Dominican Republic links. is my entry for undiscovered beach. Goes undiscovered by Joseph. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that that makes it in just because of Joseph. Uh, Dominican right. Republic. Yes. So number. By, by the way, Jim, that was on my honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be on your honorable mention. You never see it. <laughs> he wants. He still wants to go back to see it. Just don't drink the water. One day. One day. <laughs> uh, kill. I, I mean, don't sorry, number, drink number, the the coconut water. So. <laughs> number two sword fight, Joseph. Okay, this is my last entry. Uh, so uh, it is from. The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, uh, 2001. And I'm talking about the moment where uh, Aragon, played by Viggo Mortensen, uh, finally kills the beast Lurts, who has killed Boromir. I know, Jim, I've ar- already lost you on this. I was asleep. Hey, uh, Jim, Jim is already asleep. <laughs> but this is a great scene. And it's I saw just Gandalf's because, house, and that was it. Yeah. You know, Bormor gets, you know, uses a bow and arrow. To, uh, I mean, he gets killed with a bow and arrow by Lurts and all that. But then, like, Vigo goes after him, or Aragon goes after him, stabs Lurts in the leg with a knife. He pulls, uh, Lurts pulls out the knife, licks the blade, throws it back at Aragon, who then dashes it off with a sword. And uh, if you watch the extended version, the battle between the, these two go on a little bit longer where uh, you actually get to see uh, Lurtz's arm cut off. You don't see that in the cinematic version, but in the extended version, you see that his arm gets cut off and then he literally like 
sticks them in the stomach. And what does Lurch do? Lurch just goes, drives more into it. Yeah. Uh, like like yeah, he's so strong yeah. and str- so vicious. And finally, Aragon decapitates him. It's a great bloody scene. So All there right. you go. Yep. Nice. Jim um, did not, not have bloody enough, Romich, uh, yeah. but, but not <laughs> yeah. bloody enough to make it black and white. That no, is, that uh, is true. that's when, you know, so. George, your number two. I'm done. That was uh, the Darth Maul uh, one from okay. uh, my number two is a uh, kill yeah. bill uh, volume one. Um, so oh, uh, we are done. Well, no, I, I mean, I got one. Oh, you still have a number. I still one? have a number one. So let's go back to the Ooh. beaches. We're on number two beaches. Okay. Uh, number two beach is my only beach that's in the continental U.S. And it's uh, Santa, Ro- Santa Rosa Beach in Florida. Okay. Now you're uh, getting it. Now you're getting it. Santa now, Rosa, I can spell it. <laughs> this and it's beach, in the U.S. too. Yeah, and it, they have it, good water. It's in the U.S. Uh, it, <laughs> good it coconut is, water. To me, to me and to a lot of other people, uh, this is the most beautiful beach in the United States. Uh, and the reason why is it's, it's again, sort of that teal-like uh, water, white sand beaches and all that. And there's an area that they have all these like little communities And it was a 10 mile stretch. And for the longest time, it was a a little secret, best kept secret, if you will, uh, where you could go and you could rent out a house for, you know, a couple hundred dollars and all that. Well, COVID hit and no one could travel. And that's when this area was discovered. And now those houses that you could rent for a week for a couple hundred thousand will now cost you about 10,000 a mm. week uh, during the wow. summertime. So it's really sort of a shame and all that. Nonetheless, it doesn't take away from how beautiful the beaches Thanks, are. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, thank you, COVID. So like Jeez. everyone goes, to, basically it is like Disney World for, you know, Americans that don't want to travel out of the country. They go to Disney World and they're like, oh, I don't need it. I got Epcot. This is the same kind of thing of you don't have to leave the country to get all these like wonderful beaches. Uh, you can just go to Florida. Uh, Joseph, I disagree with you. Nobody likes Epcot. So <laughs> you're my wife, man. I love Epcot. I like Epcot. <laughs> I, love Epcot. I love it. Yeah. Bring back Captain EO and I'll maybe go back. But uh, oh, right. wow, you're dating <laughs> yourself there, dude. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> well, my, he, dating himself, he did go to that. Hedonism. Uh, I don't think that exists anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Dating Sorry. myself that week. Uh, <laughs> George, what is your number two? <laughs> Dating myself. So this is from uh 1997 Saving Private Ryan. Uh Kurukalu Beach. I don't, oh boy. I don't, yeah. So Can't help saving, you on that one. <laughs> saving Saving Private Ryan. All right. Uh my, my number two is uh Jupiter Beach, Jupiter, Florida. My grandparents live there, my great grandmother lived there. We used to go there, and and uh, this first place I was bitten by a uh, jellyfish as a young kid. I had this big giant. Uh, I think you're stung by. by a jellyfish, not bitten. I got a free hamburger and everything. Yeah. So, oh. well, yeah, I was stung by a jellyfish. That's right. So it's like sure. I, just, I was a kid. I just walked up and just touched it. What is this? It looks like you know it, what an idiot. But anyways, I was only like five or something. But I do. That's a memory I do have. But also my uh, my great grandmother. She uh, was a like a really good Italian cook, and they lived next to the Jupiter Beach. Um, theater burt reynolds theater in jupiter beach and a lot of the actors would come over and have uh dinner at her house and like karen valentine and a couple people like you know these kind of like b actors but it was kind of cool to see the pictures with them with my grandmother because they would always go over like 
one night during the show and eat at the small apartment. Uh, but they knew they were oh, going to wow. get some really good Italian food. So great memories. I uh, went there with my own kids. Uh, this is when this is that vacation we we saw baby geniuses in the hotel. So I, I have a little bit of you know it was going so that. good. Yes, yeah, so but going so good and you just blew it. Yeah, I mean that's a little we PTSD can't vote there for it now. But the actual yeah. Jupiter Beach was fun. Taking my kids on there and have my uh, my uh, granddad actually was great granddad at the time come and spend some quality time with them. So jupiter beach jupiter florida my number two on now to the number one sword fight you guys are done Done. i'm done yeah yeah my number one sword fight is from the emperor empire strikes back it is luke versus dad for the first time (laughs) and (laughs) the reason i like this one as i mentioned with the uh revenge of the sith a lot of great things going on at the same time with this you have the han solo being frozen and then you have the whole reveal uh, and and our hero loses he gets his hand chopped off which was, was which was a shock to like everybody like oh crap you know obviously they couldn't kill him but still to have him like deform like that so and i think for a movie made in 1980 real great stylistic approaches having them kind of rise up above and kind of meet there for the first time and have the year their first battle so and luke obviously loses but doesn't do it in the next movie because he is stronger the force is stronger in this one. So the context of of this, uh, yes. And that, whenever, that's what whenever, so whenever you're done, yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, that's what makes it okay. so good because there's so much great uh, drama the going build, on. No, but the buildup. Yeah. So 1977, the first movie comes out. We see Luke training in the Millennium Falcon with Obi Wan. You know, using the weapon thing. for for the the, the uh, little droid there. Uh, and so we're waiting. We see Kenobi, spoiler, struck down in that movie. And now in this movie, there's so much time of Luke learning the ways of the force and everything. And the buildup to this moment when they first see each other in Cloud City, I mean, it is you've watched for nearly an hour and a half, maybe not an hour and a half, but an hour. Plus you waited years for this moment for them finally to have this showdown. So when it starts, it is, it's fantastic. It's the same. Uh, it's the same effect as the episode three, basically you've waited for this. You waited. For, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, obviously you get another fight in Re- return of the Jedi, but um, this one for me is uh, as a kid seeing Luke Skywalker lose and get his hand chopped off and have to kind of flee. It was uh, super dramatic. And then finding out that Darth Vader was his father. Spoiler. For reels, so spoiler. spoiler alert there. So there you go. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. So. Yeah, but that but that's a good point because Return of the Jedi, for the we had a gap of uh, how many years? It had been like a decade and a half before Episode One came out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it and we hadn't seen like you said earlier, we hadn't seen this type of of melee uh, sword fighting lightsaber fighting whatever you want to call it so yeah th- this is a good one this, it was this... kind of like like you said the first one was slow this is kind of like gearing towards the the new age of fighting so uh yeah cool all right so we are done with our sword list now on to number one beach joseph okay uh i'm getting close to retiring and the first place i'm going to go to is uh i want to say it right i haven't been there i, I want to spell I, it right uh, Matira, M-A-T-I-R-A, Beach, in Bora Bora. Uh, that's right. I want to go to Tahiti. I want to 
I want to see one of the best beaches apparently in the world. I just want to hang out there in the South Pacific uh, for a couple of weeks, the French Polynesian area, and uh, just just discover everything there is about the beach. And it's going to be a whole bunch of laying around and drinking. So wow, that's going to you can be have a real plan. Tahitian treat, not just a bad soda made by a company. <laughs> You'll have like that's the right. real Tahitian treat. That's right. And you know what? I'm going to get a grass skirt and take a picture of myself topless mm-hmm. and send it to you guys. How's that? Oh. How's that well, for an image? I hope you. <laughs> I hope you don't retire for many years. <laughs> George, what is your number one? My number one is from 1969. The great Charlton Heston realizes <laughs> he was on earth the whole Maniacs. time. Damn you to hell. You had to blow it up, didn't you? Yeah. Where was that shot? Uh, so I'm thinking it's New York because he's looking across at Liberty Island. Um, or maybe he's on Liberty Island. I don't know. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very shocking ending. Yeah. Yep. All right. Rod so, Serling from the uh well known from the Twilight Zone wrote that script and much better than the, the French novelist, uh the way that Pierre that Brew. is. Yeah. Pierre yeah. Brew. Uh I read that uh about seven or eight years ago, and I was like, Man, this, this is not this is nothing compared to the gut punch that you get at the end of, <laughs> of the movie, you know, cause the, the, it's not, the ending is not the same at all. Don't go out that so, Taylor. You might not like what you see. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My number one, let's see if I can convince you guys here is Galveston Island state park in Galveston, Texas. This yeah, is not going to happen for me. This is <laughs> the most time I've spent on a beach at one place. We our student council used to go there all the time for beach party. Our church group used to go there. And this is so many, uh, we used to, Joseph and I used to play Rocky on the beach and, and hit each other into the waves, uh, pretend fighting and Superman and all that stuff. So, Oh man, th- uh, he's hardcore selling this Joseph. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. knows I'm a sucker for the nostalgia. Don't, so, don't, so many don't, memories. Uh, don't, it, don't forget the, uh, the beautiful, full views of the offshore drilling rigs yeah. and, 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 the, and the fact the water looks like iced tea and you yeah. get a souvenir you get to have tar on you as you walk out of the water mm. so you get yeah. think about it as a homemade tattoo just like hey i've been to galveston that first I time went i went to galveston here. once after the uh it was like really bad uh weather and the water was clear the only time in all my life being a native houstonian that you could actually see your feet in the water. It was the strangest experience, So, but it had kicked up all the silt or, or leveled it off or something. And you could actually, it was clear. It was still brown water, but you could see through it. Yeah. But, so, uh, I think it was our, our sophomore year in college. Uh, I, I broke my leg, fractured my foot, something I was on crutches and we decided that we were going to go to Galveston, beaches for spring break and it happened to be one of those spring breaks where i think the high was like 52 uh, <laughs> yeah that's right I about and that. uh it was awful and so, so we yeah. we go to the beach we go to the beach in a group jim's in this group and all that and uh i want to stay on the beach for a little bit and they abandoned me and there i am <laughs> why are you friends with this guy freezing to death <laughs> 
on a beach. He not poisoned me this time. See, this needs not... to make it because of this. Joseph abandoned <laughs> on the beach. With, I remember guys, that. I guys. was freezing to death. I. The I age had... of no cell phones either. <laughs> no cell guys. phones. They just sort of left me guys. on the beach. And his his. I just picture his crutches sinking further and further yes. into the sand. Yes, the tide rising. Exact... <laughs> I had to hop my way off the beach onto the pavement to find the cheap hotel that we had like 20 people in ridiculous okay guys there's guys, another right there look here it is there it, it makes it, oh, it makes it. i won on, the debate George, yes you're killing me you're yes. killing me <laughs> so many great memories galveston island state beach there Ew. we go uh all right well that's that's awesome so um, wow joseph's p I, I won't vote for syndrome. i won't i won't vote for any other beaches but uh i've got undiscovered <laughs> beach uh because the one that you almost died and then this one where you almost drowned on your crutches from sinking. <laughs> ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Uh, real quick. I, I, honorable mention for sword fights. I'm surprised you guys didn't put uh, the, the Monty Python, uh, Holy grail. Uh, tis, but a scratch sword fight. Well, you know what? I, I was going to put that, but my number two was very much like that. I didn't say that Jim, I'm glad you brought it up because yeah. I felt like as ridiculous as the Lord of the Rings was, there's a more absurdist one, which was the black Knight. Just yes. a flesh wound. Just yeah. a flesh wound. So that's you know? kind of my only uh, honorable mention. You guys got f- more for swords or no? I have a uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. I knew George wasn't going to go for it, so I'd just play as a uh, <laughs> <laughs> honorable mention. Uh, I love that I intimidate him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, Ridley Scott's 1977. Ah, yeah. you know, the Duelist, uh, yeah, which is really good. good. Yeah, you know, Harvey Keitel, Keith Carradine. Uh, you know, duking it out with swords and all that, and that's that's also George. To your point, this was a very realistic yeah. sword fight uh, yeah. with it. And then I my my crazy eighty eight scene uh, with Kill Bill Volume One. So those are my honorable mentions for wow. swords. Nice. Any beach? Mm-hmm. Any beaches? Well, I hang on, hang on. Uh, oh, sorry, had, George. I thought you went already. Sorry. I had uh, uh, the Revenge of the Sith, uh, Mustafar, just because of the buildup uh, to yeah. that, and Empire, uh, just like you said, Jim, because uh, for the reasons I stated a minute ago, the buildup to that as well. Yeah. Um, they they were really good at that. So those I are like my, the Yoda my sword scene too. Yeah, I that was a good say, one. Where, yeah. where he's hopping around and all that. Like, yeah, and that's ca- that's going on. What I said, that's kind of going on at the same time as the uh, Mustafar one is, because that remember they're yeah. going back and forth and Yoda's. Yeah, yeah. But you, you're talking about the original Yoda, the one in uh, the bad movie. What was it called? The second one, the Attack yeah. of the Clones. The, you're talking that, that, the clones. that was a good one. That was the best part of that movie. That Everybody, was like yeah. the scene saver. I, I felt like at that point we had like one scene from Phantom Menace. We had yeah. one scene from Attack of the Clones. Everybody like, in that theater was almost asleep until he, Yoda. Oh, whenever yeah. he does that little Western uh, gunslinger yeah. move. <laughs> yes. The place awesome. erupted. Yeah, was everyone was yeah. like totally into it because, you know, you only see Yoda as like this 800-year-old. Oh, like, he, he hobbles puppet, up. Yeah. He hobbles yes, awesome. up. Yeah. And then he does that and he's bouncing around like a pinball. And then <laughs> yeah. he hobbles away. Oh, so yeah. good. Awesome. And then Rogue One, I mean, the Darth Vader thing, but that's not even a sword fight. That's just a one man wrecking crew. Oh, so I yeah. didn't really put that in there, but still, he's using his. Yeah. Lightsaber, but, yeah. Uh, he's using more of the force. He just throws up his hand and like people start <laughs> scattering, you know. Uh, yeah. The only other beach I had for, for like, uh, 
is the, the Bahamas right off uh, Club Med and, and Atlantis is really that's that's a blue. Yeah. And I, that's one where we saw like uh, it was right after I think Steve Irwin died and there was like a big giant stingray like in the low surf. So it's like yeah, everybody's kind of like, OK, I will not pet them. I yes, will not we are pet them. Staying I'm like, away, folks. Um, yeah, that's but, too much. Uh, and any other beaches, you know, lunches? I, you know, there's, there's obviously South African beaches and, you know, uh, Greek beaches that are all great. The beaches um, that I didn't put on there that I didn't even consider are all the like cold beaches, like in Iceland and all that. I'm like, eh, yeah. no, I, like a beach is like sun and fun to me. It's not, you know, something to be cold with. So uh, no, the only true honorable mention I had on there, Jim, was truly the Jim, the, the Dominican Republic. <laughs> I discovered me because I knew beach. I knew you were going to put that on there because you're just <laughs> vicious. You're mean. Well, no, no, I didn't. I, that was like a last minute entry. I just thought about that, uh, but yeah, no, but it was an amazing beach, and I you didn't know think that you about were... you, you didn't think about your friend dying. Oh no, <laughs> you thought about how beautiful. What's the beach sad was. is he thought about it and was like. But this is so pretty. <laughs> I can't well, help him anyway. Like it's out Five from back here in the bed. Later. So, I mean, I could go there and sit bedside, but, you know, it's kind of like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Y'all need yeah. to, y'all need to work this off, uh, work this out <laughs> off air. My, my, uh, honorable mention endless summer. Uh, that's the big surf, uh, movie, 1966. Lee Bigelow got me, uh, tuned into that. Remember Lee was such a, a big surfer. Yes. Um, also, uh, the beach in Jaws, okay. Amityville, Amityville, the, the Amityville Apocalypse Now. You know uh, when you have Robert Duvall on the beach there, and yeah, the, uh, all that. Love smell and smell a smell of napalm in the morning. Nineteen eighty one, Vangelis Chariots of Fire, dun, oh, yeah. dun, 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 and they're running on the beach. Uh, and then terms <laughs> of endearment, my final one uh, from nineteen eighty three, where. Uh, Jack Nicholson, uh, just uh, Shirley MacLaine uh, in that Corvette. Uh, and you know where that beach is supposed to be? Galveston. Yep. Is it, no, no is blood beach, George. The, the, the yeah, thrill- they're in Houston. They're in Houston. Yeah, the, the, the River Oaks. And all yeah. Uh, no blood beach for the the thriller from the early 80s where the, the sand was sucking people under. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, it, was, so it wasn't accepting. on my list but now but so now George is so yeah. vested into the beach list he's like okay yeah sure yeah, that's true uh, all right so where do we go from here does there is there an apology joseph joseph is so uh passionate about the beaches and i'm just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, all right yeah should okay. i apologize for the undiscovered beach? oh here is thing there's an apology going on this week uh you know first of all i think jim Now's an, uh, the time yes. you can set we're things gonna, right. We're gonna skip with Joseph. this one, please, Jim. I'm listening. Joseph, I'm sorry I went out there. <laughs> got in the back of the truck with the entire crew. What about it 30 was miles so much away? Fun. I found the most beautiful undiscovered beach that only us were on. But the crew was on. <laughs> Sat out there for five hours in the sun, having a great time. And I'm coming sorry back, I had so much fun. <laughs> I should have been bedside with you, holding your hand nursing you back to health back at the uh, cottage or whatever it was. I apologize. I'm sorry. I suck. (laughs) That's all I needed. That's all I needed. (laughs) That might be the best. uh, We're sorry. We suck segment that we've ever had. (laughs) No, I got to stay here with Joseph. (laughs) What, What a moment. What a moment, folks.
Uh, you just we'll had that visual of me lifting whatever, his head up and giving me a little bit of water. We'll apologize next week. We'll apologize next week. <laughs> Tune in next week if you wrote Joseph. We'll we'll apologize. All right. So where do we go now? Ooh, we baby. On first, we got we got a lot of sword fights already in two B. Yeah. So we have three already. Uh, Kill Bill, where the bride is is fighting the crazy eighty eights. All three of us agreed on the um, uh, Phantom Menace fight with Obi Wan, Qui Gon Jinn, and Darth Maul, and then the Dread Pirate Roberts uh, fighting Montoya, looking for the six fingered man. But uh, so those are the matches. What we have to choose from is Highlander, Rob Roy, the classic Earl Flynn uh, Adventures of Robin Hood, Hero, who didn't really have a name uh swashbuckler which i don't think is going to happen uh mustafar <laughs> <Jeffrey> holder <laughs> uh <laughs> revenge of the sick uh fellowship of the rings which you know jim is not going to vote for that yeah uh and Works. then finally the empire strikes back uh so mm. we got we got some we got some modest things there, but then we got some really strong contenders there. I did like the Rob Roy scene. I remember that was probably the best scene in the movie. I mean, it was a good movie, but I'm just saying that whole that when was he grabs intense. the sword and his, yeah. his hand starts bleeding. That was that pretty, was intense. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for that. Let's go for that. Okay, yeah, it's a good cocktail too. So yeah, there you go. Okay, check out the <laughs> cocktail episode, y'all. All right. Uh, so what are we doing with these? We've already got a Star Wars one, but the you know the thing about all of these Star Wars uh, lightsaber things, they're all different and framed differently, yeah. and they all do something. They propel the story forward in a different way. Each each one of them. So uh, that's something to consider. Jim, is there any chance of uh, Lurts versus Aragon or? Uh, I, Probably you know, not. I, he didn't I, see it. <laughs> I only made it so far. And I, I remember I went to, it was Gandalf's house and it was sunny. And then I woke up and there was horses. They, never, <laughs> they <laughs> never go to Gandalf's. I never saw Elijah, Elijah Wood's they, face like running. No. Then I went back they, to sleep and then the they never, were. ever go to Gandalf's house. Uh, so they do at the very beginning. They no, maybe it was maybe you know it was uh, Frodo's I, I, house. I'm uh, going to suggest Highlander. It's, it's I Bilbo. really like the Highlander scene. Maybe it was Bill O'Boggins. Uh, Bilbo uh, Bill Baggins. <laughs> I, I like Highlander. I like Highlander. It was his okay. house. It was, the are we doing this? it was the guy that let I, him, I, I want all of George's selections to make it. And I Highlander. think Highlander oh, is great because I got I Jim that. to apologize. Is that the is that the thing here or what? That, no, because that's a good Highlander scene. Beaches. <laughs> you voted for Highlander the beaches. 2 or Highlander the series. Okay. All right. So there we go. Highlander, uh, the bride versus the crazy eights, Rob Roy, because it's a drink, I think. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then, of course, the Princess Bride, who doesn't love that fight? I'll okay. give you guys this. If we had a number six, it would be Lurts versus the Aragon, because I remember watching the movie when they were don't, at, uh, don't they were at Sam and Bilgo's house. And <laughs> Bilgo's. <laughs> and, and then Gandalf had to, like, yeah, you're right. There was the Hobbit's house, because Gandalf had, like, he had to go crotch. Joseph, hand me, hand me that. He had to crotch like me in the shower to get in the house. I remember that. Get in there. Here, here please. Here. please. <laughs> oh, jeez. There. All right, right calm there's, down. Your, there's your lunch. All right, let's look at this beach thing. Uh, so we have uh, this is this just hurts, guys. This okay. just hurts. So we have Galveston Beach because <laughs> awful. Joseph. Awful. Okay, 
stop stop it uh galveston beach because uh joseph was abandoned uh we have undiscovered beach uh in dominican republic because joseph, joseph was, near death again abandoned frolicking near joseph death. near death yes uh, <laughs> what we have to choose from should i read any of my movie ones or are we now nah, we're good no, okay. we're good what about planet of the apes can no okay all right. like, if you okay. had one that'd be you, close. You that's the closest you, you one you think got it's new york you don't even know where it is <laughs> I think it's it, not yeah. my fault it's confusing there's sand everywhere okay <laughs> and that's my point okay uh the world is just one big beach now uh all right here we go el castillo uh in or castillo, castillo. You, can eat tor- you can eat tortillas over el castillo <laughs> I did not want. I this would like a fresh tortilla, please. This this marking on the dry erase board thing. It was never. Can my I please idea have a hot, uh, Japolino on my tortilla? <laughs> okay. I, I like I'm, Bondi I'm Beach. You right now, I'm I like Bondi Beach. Any... I'm going to give you. I'm going to give Jim Bondi Beach okay. because uh, I, that 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 is on my list. One day I will okay. go to Australia. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and this one here, we well, you know what y'all just read What's how you pronounce Anama, that one, George? <laughs> yeah, Anama I'm not doing it. Seven Mile Beach, I can pronounce that. Yeah, Seven Mile Beach. Beach. That was the that was the crouching tiger hidden shower. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, but well, that's got to make it. That's got. I'm voting for that. That's got to make it. <laughs> Joseph, you can jimbo. pick the last one because you're you're more exotic than me. I want to go to El Castillo though and have a tortilla. <laughs> With some Chapolinos. <laughs> I'm gonna George, get George this pageant sword. overseas. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put Matera Beach Bora Bora because that's just a fantasy of mine. So yeah, that's good. All right, sounds good. So there are the beaches, guys. Uh, let's see, Galveston, Matera, Undiscovered Beach, Seven Mile Beach, uh, and Bondi Bay, Bondi Beach. Sorry, Bondi, Bondi Beach. Beach. There we go. There we go. Maybe we can put a link to the uh, Midnight Oil song. Uh, Bondi Beach. Bondi Beach. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it was going nowhere. <laughs> I don't, don't know anything else. What's funny, we don't even fight it anymore. Just, just wait. <laughs> we just wait it out like a bad storm. It's like, yep, yeah, there it is. Don't go outside. Bondi Beach. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, wrap up the show then. Chris, you go to robots.com is where you need to go for all information. Oh, brother. Man, and then show. check the links out of this show. It's going to be pretty interesting. We're going to have some pictures. Of me. I wish we had one. Joseph, this is mean, but I wish we had one picture of you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, like a, you, a nun lifting your head up. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> I swear. Uh, just a, a nun lifting your head just trickling water into your mouth <laughs> no it's got like a little eyedropper you know like a oh, hamster thing you know yes my gosh i'm glad my mortality and is then we so have a split humorous. screen there was split screen of me like frolicking in the beach <laughs> oh no oh tom is nodding he says that's this week's cover okay there you go <laughs> Oh, bro. All right. So, Chris, speak on robots.com is where you need to go. And uh, hopefully, Tom will get some really interesting links on this show. So, make sure you check underneath the show and click on for some nice oh, pictures. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I believe that's it. Let's send this thing up. Okay. The shovel's out. Yep. Here. And, yeah, George, go ahead. Remember, 
<laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> uh, remember, there's always tomorrow. At Bond Die Beach. No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Sorry, sorry. Sorry.